I remember when they told me there was nothing for me. No hopes to keep on dreaming, and I was way past 30. I sat in my room, and I began to cry. Then caught myself again, said I would upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Could never do it without my tribe. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Welcome to the Dr. D Inspire Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast, where we give you tools and tips to reach personal and professional goals. Dr. Alana DeGrasse here, president of Turning On The Lights Global Institute, and I want to welcome you to this milestone. Here we are. Today is May 19th, 2023, and I promised you on this podcast that if I didn't have anything to say, you weren't going to hear me for a while. So obviously today I have so many things to talk about. So again, welcome to the Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast. Today we're going to be talking about this wonderful topic that I have entitled, Stop learning and get to earning your money growth campaign. Look, I understand that entrepreneurship can seem so lonely. We know that there were millions of people who left their jobs. We know that in those groups, there were many people who started new businesses. And we also know that there's just a consistent struggle that we are on when we first begin a startup or decide to really launch a new project or a product, that there are going to be moments where you just say to yourself, can my goal or dream really happen? I mean, as an entrepreneur, it might feel a little lonely. Let's face it, for you to have some grit and to actually say, I'm going to wake up every day and do something to surprise myself, You are truly unique and there aren't that many people like you that would actually leave normalcy in order to do something different. So give yourself a round of applause. But one thing I want you to realize is not only is entrepreneurship difficult, I also have had so many conversations with entrepreneurs about how sometimes there may be shifts in friendships, there may be different perspectives in friendships, because people may not really understand all of what you have to do to create your vision, to start your vision, to get that first client, to close the deal. They really may not understand. I mean, and it it just, it really, uh, depends on, you know, how people may have viewed you in the past. And then in some cases, you know, sometimes, I hate to say it, but yeah, sometimes people do know how gifted and talented you are, and they're, they're not necessarily going to validate with that with you because sometimes people also are struggling with their own challenges. And so one of the things I want you to remember is that you don't want to base your perspective of your success based upon other people's limitations. You don't want to base what you're trying to do based upon what people are telling you in regards to with regards to why this new idea or project won't work. I do believe that if you are really really serious, passionate about something that you're working on, that you stay at it wholeheartedly until you make a decision like okay, either now I need to change this chapter that I'm in 
or I want to, I want to, you know, give myself a pause, but make sure that as you are building this new plan, this project, whatever you're working on, that it really resonates with why you started your story, as you hear me talk about all the time. So I want you to remember that. And I also want you to realize that one of the things that entrepreneurs get stuck in is in creative mode, meaning that they can get stuck in just creating and creating and creating. Or they can also get stuck with learning and learning and learning. And at some point, you have to stop learning and get to earning. And one thing I can highlight is that sometimes I'll meet with different clients and they'll tell me about all of the activities that they are doing, right? Let's just say the person, for example, is deciding to write a new book. So they're deciding to write a new book. They're doing those pieces. They're also deciding to do a blog. They're also deciding to uh, do speaking engagements. They're doing all these things. And sometimes they forget, well, when is it time for me to really sit and think about my earning power? How am I really going to take all this activity that I'm doing and turn that into a revenue machine? And I want you to know that it is possible. But guess what? It's also possible to be super busy and to not have any financial return. I could show you a lot of people that are very busy and they're doing talks and they're doing workshops, but they are not getting paid. Not only that, but sometimes when we doubt our value, we think that, okay, I have to do or I have to do these things or I have to say yes, right, in order for people to know who I am. Now, there are times where... I will do things and I don't mind doing it pro bono because either A, the organization truly aligns with my mission or B, I see some value in terms of what is exchanged for both parties. So it's really important that you really think about your money growth game plan, right? Because we can't do all of these activities, but then not expect a return. That's literally like going into your kitchen, making this beautiful meal. Oh, and by the way, going to the grocery store, buying the best ingredients, coming home and saying, I'm going to make this beautiful spaghetti meal. I'm going to put the basil in there, the tomatoes, the garlic. I'm going to get this pasta, right? That's uh, handcrafted. And I'm going to do all this work. I'm going to take all this time to make this beautiful meal. So the person does all that and forgets to open the door. And what do I mean with this analogy? It's simple. We can't create and create and create and forget to invite people to come and see, to come and learn, to come and take part in all that we've done to create. So one of the things that I always love to do is to have everyone complete a SWOT assessment of themselves. Looking at the strengths, weaknesses, and opportunities and threats that exist within your persona is really crucial for you to understand how you're gonna make your game plan possible. And it's really true. I mean, you really do have to prepare to win. I can't tell you how many times I have actually wanted to refer people to other people, 
but their tools or their resources or whatever they're offering either A, is not professional, or B, unclear, or C, you look them up and there's eight different things that they're doing. Now, don't get me wrong, you can be a serial entrepreneur. However, I do think at the core, people should still understand your business core values. So we need to think about what our strategy and our game plan is going to be. So that's the first part, you know, just thinking about how you got to make a decision at some point. I'm just going to stop learning. I've learned so much. And most of the experts and specialists that I have met, look, they have been working on their business for years sometimes. And even to become who they are, they have taken up school, they have done research and development. I mean, you name it, they have done it. And one of the things that is hard is to finally get someone to actually slow down enough to look at actually all that they have actually done, to qualify themselves, to say, wait a minute, why is it that I'm not charging the proper value for what I am providing to others? And so I know it can be scary. You know, I understand that it can be scary. I understand that, you know, there are times when we feel pressed to do certain things, but I will say that until you get to the place where you're willing to just pause and you're willing to just say to yourself, wait a minute, I really do want something different this year. I really do want to have a different experience. And so until we get to a place where we are fed up with where we are at and we are tired of not having enough, we're still gonna be in the same place. So one of the first things I love to do is I love to just say, okay, clear the table for a second. What is the service and what is the product that you have? Now let's hypothetically say that you said, okay, in the next quarter, I definitely want to increase my money. I want to earn more. Well, I would probably say what product or service do you have right now that you can either A, relaunch, B, launch, or C, make buzz about, right? So let's think about that because I love strategy. And so what are the steps that you are gonna take in order to go from where you are right now to increasing your earning power? Well, number one, you definitely have to get organized. Get organized. Think about all the things you've done up to this point and only choose the thing that gets you the most excited. Did you know that when people are getting ready to make a purchase, they can sense how you feel about your given service or product? So if you feel bored with what you're doing, they're going to feel that too. Why would anybody want to sign up to something where the person seems lethargic or tired? I know I don't want to be on that wagon. I also have learned never ever engage in something or into a program where you can tell the person is just burnt out. They're not gonna have enough to give you. They're not gonna have the energy or the excitement to share the competencies that you might need. And this is really important. 
I believe that sometimes, yes, automation is great, but there are certain levels of intimacy in learning information and in grab holding, you know, action steps that you can only do with the expert in the room. And I'm so tired of seeing people think that they can actually put, uh, you know, other people without the experience in their place and actually think that their people that they're trying to help are going to see results. I have seen it done. Yes, you can do it. Of course, you can create carbon copies of yourself. However, there's nothing like the real deal. It might take you longer. Yes, it might take you more time. It might mean that you have to, you know, um, look at how you're doing things. But I just, that's something that I think ethically, as we tie in artificial intelligence, people just need to think about. Yes, you can automate. Yes, you can, you know, put people into courses, but there's got to be an element that I believe that things are customized. And that's just, you know, a lot of people probably disagree with me on that, but I'm okay with that because I know that in my own learning, the deepest learning that I had was when I had the expert in the room and they could look me in the eye or they could speak directly to me, right? And they can give me the needed guidance that I needed. So I want to encourage you to take the time and really organize where you're trying to go in the next quarter. You can't cry over a bad quarter. So if last quarter was terrible, Look at it and learn from it and let that quarter be a great teacher. Um, you know, and sometimes you it's so easy to be stuck in our failures. It's so easy to say, oh my gosh, look at what I've done. You know, I didn't make as much revenue or I spent more or I invested more than I thought. And now here I am. Woe is me. We got to get over it because that's what entrepreneurship is. You have highs, you have lows, just like you have peaks and valleys. And so I think when you are really clear with your why, you're willing to face the dips and the highs. You're willing to still trudge through because you understand that once the right individuals get a hold of what it is that you offer, what a joy they will have because you would have saved them time in a given area. So keep that in mind. Now, another part of developing your money growth game plan will be to take a moment to chill out. Chill out and get clear. What do I mean by chilling out? I mean, you know, find a moment where you can get away from all the daily operations of your business, whether it's three days, a week, but you're going to need that downtime. I always take that downtime after a, a, a large campaign. Why? Because you need to thaw out. <laughs> you need to thaw out from all the activity that you just completed, from all the meetings you've had, and you need that moment just to be still. Can we be still in this moment? Let's see. Wow, I know you were waiting for me to come back in. But when we chill out and get clear, so much happens. We tap back into the fun in our business. We get re-strengthened um, and we just have more energy. Now, I highly recommend that once you have selected the project or product that you want to either relaunch or launch, that you do what I call a pre-marketing campaign. Let people in on what is about to happen. Let them know that you're working on something. 
And then I would come up with a really action-packed name to get those individuals excited. There are a lot of pop words that you can use. You know, build confidence, go after your dreams, break through to your, you know, whatever it's going to be, kickstart your whatever it's going to be. Think about names that when people hear it, it automatically gets them going because you want to be someone that allows others to take what I call drastic action. And then what you want to do is to create an experience. So whether that's going to be a workshop, a hybrid experience, a live event, people actually want to learn. And one thing that my clients always tell me, oh, Dr. Alana, I love it when you give me homework. So think about what you've got. It could be a book. It could be a workshop. It could be a service. How can you take a tiny piece of that and make it very interesting? So think about that because that is part of your game plan. And now what you're doing is you are setting yourself up to win. The other thing or resource that you will need is you, I, I like to work with um, desktop, desk calendars, as well as uh, PowerPoint. I love doing visuals. I love visually seeing what products um, or what workshops I'm planning on launching. And so what you want to understand is that so many of us are getting bombarded with messages every single day from the moment we wake up, the moment we turn on the, the news, the moment we go out to work or drive on the highway, we're being bombarded with messages. And it's so easy for people to take a barrage of messages and just clump them all into one. What's going to make your messaging unique and different? Also too, there's nothing wrong with calling people. You know, I was talking at a, I was giving a presentation and someone was asking the question of, you know, what do I do if I don't really have a strong website yet? What do I do if um, I don't really like to use technology too much? How do I get going now? And I said, you know what? There's still nothing wrong with picking up the phone. There's nothing wrong with actually picking up the phone and calling people. So when the pandemic happened, I remember one of the first things I did was I said, hmm, I just need to call people. And it wasn't even necessarily to tell them about my business, but it was really to tell them that, you know what, to hang in there, they could make it. Can I tell you how many people were crying on the phone with me? How many people had their heads down in their hands if we had a video meeting and they were just looking at me like, wow, nobody actually was checking on me. Nobody was actually asking how I'm doing. Not only that, but even if you have a job and you were recently laid off, a lot of people in the tech space were laid off, um, a lot of people saying, hey, what do I do? So when we are going through some kind of crisis or terrible time, we have two reactions that we can take. Either one, we crumble, or two, we see it as an opportunity. We say to ourselves, wait a minute, how can I use this job loss or this hit or, you know, and sometimes it could be that you had a, a major client and that relationship is over and now you have to think about what is my new next. And one of the things I realize is we can e either look at things from a defeatist perspective saying, oh my gosh, you know, it's just like a spiral, you know, 
I didn't make as much revenue this month and this thing is over and now I'm starting from scratch and oh my gosh, you can have that perspective or you can have, oh my goodness, this door has closed and I'm so excited because that means I have more opportunities to do new things. Now, one thing I think you might find interesting is that entrepreneurs, sometimes we are in the basement of our dreams, you know, 12 hours, sometimes even more. And if we're not careful, we can lose our own nature. One of the things I want to challenge you all to do is to find something that has nothing to do with your business. I mean, find some hobby or something else that you like to do to keep your momentum and your joy. For me, that's dance. And so I just decided, you know what? I love to dance. And so I'm going to teach Zumba because I just love it. And someone could say, well, why would you teach a Zumba class? That doesn't make any sense. How does that relate to coaching? Oh, it has a lot to do with coaching. Because you see, in dance, you recognize that there are steps, there are movements, there are patterns of doing things, of choreography. And just like in dance and business, it's the similar thing. You have to think about the organization and the sequencing of how you decide to you know, launch a new product or talk about your product or service. And so there are steps to everything. And the question is, what steps will you take in 2023? Now I've been saying this theme, I wanna have an unrecognizable year, I wanna have an unrecognizable year. And I can say I have really been surprised. And it's been hard because there have been moments where I've said, okay, this week I'm not ideating or this week, I'm going to purposely stop and this, or this week, this is when I'm going all in, you know? So you got to know the nature of who you are in terms of how you want to work. Never build your business on someone else's plan. You'll lose every time. But I will say, once you have a strong sense of how you want the rest of this year to go, how busy you want to be, how many places you want to travel to, what you want to read, uh, things like that you will be so much more clearer and you will feel like you have a little more control over things that maybe you felt like you didn't control. Now, let's just talk about it. When we think about money, it's one of the number one reasons why people struggle with anxiety and depression. Not having enough to pay the bills, not having enough to invest so you can learn what's necessary to move forward in your personal or professional life. These are all elements of influence that money can have. Money is just, to me, money just allows us to create experiences, to take care of our, our family obligations, and it allows us to do the things we have dreamed of. It allows us to take trips and to go to destinations. And But without it, it also allows us to have, you know, that level of, oh my goodness, my, my brow is sweating because I'm trying to think about how I'm going to afford or take care of my most basic needs. So there's a lot of other things when it comes to entrepreneurship that people do not talk about. And I can say as a woman-owned business, look, as women, we are always struggling with the imposter. As leaders, as entrepreneurs of color, we are always thinking about resources. And I think the number one thing we can realize is that even though we know that research has proven that there are certain groups of people that may not have as much 
backing, right? And and kickstarting a new business or launching a new business. But guess what? One thing that we all share in common is the time that we get when we wake up every single day. And how we decide to think about that time and use that time is completely up to us. Where we decide to invest our resources are completely up to us. And it is amazing to me at times when I think about how someone will tell me that they don't have anything to invest in their business. They're trying to do everything for free. You can learn a lot and do a lot of things for free, but I will tell you that one of the fastest ways to grow is to find someone who's been there and done it maybe a few steps ahead of you. Find someone that has expertise in where you are weakest in or find someone who can mentor you. Look, we all need to grow. Every MVP, uh, sports athlete, every Olympian, they all had a coach, as my husband told me when we first met. And I believe it's really, really true. So we can't get there by ourselves. We know that it's time to stop learning so we can get to earning. So one of the fastest ways to just stop learning is to get figure out how can I take what I've learned and activate on what I've learned. See, it's really two things. I can read in a book that I should eat vegetables. I can read in a book that I should live a healthier life. I can read in a book that I should learn how to use technology. I can read all of that. I could even read a 30-day social media campaign. But until it becomes something for me, it doesn't mean anything. And that is really what I have learned. Just like I can tell someone, you know what, you are beautiful and you are valuable. But if you don't believe it, it doesn't matter what I say. And that's why it is so important that you take moments to upgrade. It's It really does. And guess what? June is the month of do-it-yourself marketing. And I definitely want you to take part in this new campaign that we're going to be launching so that every Thursday night, we are going to be talking about tools and tips that you'll need to let people know that you have genius, that there's something that you would like to offer them. So stay tuned to the Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast. Take care and thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. This is brought to you by Turning On The Lights Global Institute, where we help you to reach personal and professional goals. To learn more about our programs, visit us at tojispark.com.